We're learning the third sikha of Parshas Nitzavim in Chelek Yitess on page 274. This shir is being learned, Lila Nishmas, Rav Yosef Binyamin, and Rav Menashe Koltman. This is a sikha on the last Rashi of this week's Parsha. A lot of details and a very Gishmaka sikha with a lot of depth also, but Primis and Yonim in the end of the sikha. In Siyam HaSedr state, Achayim Vahamoves Nasati Lofanecha Goyme. The Torah says, I gave you life and death. You should choose life. So you and your descendants will live. So Rashi explains the two words of you should choose life. And Rashi says three different points on This is all in one Rashi. But the Rebbe divides it here. In three points. Aleph, then Pirish from Bacharta Bachayim. First, the, the meaning, the translation of choose life. David is instructing you to choose the portion of life. Beis, the second point, a moshal of them. Rashi gives the following moshal. Like a person that tells the son, choose for yourself a nice portion in my estate. And not only that, and he also directs him to that nice portion. And even more so, and the father tells him, this is what you should choose for yourself. Gimel, the third part in Rashi is, Rashi brings a proof from a Pasek and Tilim where it says, regarding this idea, the Pasek and Tilim says, Hashem menos chalki, Hashem is my portion, the kaisi, and my cup. You support my portion. So what that Pasuk means, that you, Hashem, have placed my hands on this good portion, saying, this is what you should take for yourself. Those are the three parts of Rashi. The Pshat of Ubacharta Bachayim, Omashal, and also Araya from Tilem. The question here is, What's difficult to understand in the translation of these words? Choose life. Rashi has to explain with the whole ariches, with the marshal. Why is this all necessary? Seemingly, the meaning of is very simple. We just learn in Andre Pashtaniya Mikra, as others that explain Pshara the Pasik explain. Reivishta zoktan, Reivishta tells you, al is giving you good advice. So oiskleiden dem chelak achayim to choose the portion of life. Durech, and that is how through laava esavai lekecha lishmaya bekeile begeime to love Hashem and listen to His voice. That's a simple pshat of the pasuk. Reivishta is giving you good advice. So why does Rashi have to explain the meaning of these words with a marshal and with the whole ariches? So if we would learn this Rashi simply, it would come out that what Rashi is coming to explain is as follows. As Rashi Rashi wants to explain you that the words is actually not Hashem telling you what to do. Whether by means of command or giving you good advice. It's not just telling you to choose life. And why not? It makes no sense 
to tell somebody, go and choose life. Because either way, there's no need for this command or good advice. If a person has no idea that this is life, so you just have to convince him and show him the truth that this is life. Once he's aware that this is life, so he'll choose it on his own. It's completely extra to command him to choose this. If, on the other hand, if he's not convinced that this is life, after you try to explain him, it doesn't help, and he's not going to be convinced that it's, that it's life. How is commanding him or giving him good advice to choose life going to help? If in his mind it, it does not resonate with him, this is his life. He doesn't uh, get that this is what life is. So the point is that there, there really is no point there to command or give someone advice, choose life. Either you explain it to him and he gets it, and if he doesn't get it, so then it's not going to help to, to tell him that this is life, to choose life. No, so therefore rather, when the Pasuk here says, that Hashem says, choose life, what it's saying is, Hashem is instructing us what is life. He's not commanding us to choose, but he's, in, he's teaching and educating and instructing us what is life. The Reibish de Zoktan, as mit sein Zoktan, Zokt, again, the Reibish de Zokt, as mit sein Zogen gleich nachdem la Aves avayle kecha. What the Reibish is really telling us over here when he says choose life, and he immediately explains what life is, the love of Hashem. Weister on Eden, she tifcheru bechelika chayim, val doses chayim. Hashem is telling you and instructing you, choose this life, because this is what truly life is. Which means as follows. Since a person can't always literally and physically see how life is dependent on the real good, on moves in Ra, and death comes from evil. So a person has to be instructed and explained and shown what is really life. As the Pasuk continues to say that this is the real life that you should choose and this is who, this is the life for you and your children. So that's this Pasuk. Hashem is instructing us and showing us what life really is. One of them brings Rashi Aleph HaMoshel. For this Rashi first brings a Moshel. Like a father tells a son, a father is not satisfied by just telling his son, choose a good portion, a nice portion of my estate. He guides him, he directs him, he educates him, he shows him what's good. Rashi also brings a raya from a Pasek in Tilem that Hashem places every year on the nice portion. So from this we understand that here as well, is not Hashem simply instructing or giving good advice that you should choose life, but He's explaining. The Hashem is, Meira means He's coming to explain you what is that good life. You may think that there are other things that are good life, but Hashem is educating and showing you what is good life. However, this Rashi, especially the Arichas here in Rashi, is still not smoothly understood. Why is it at all necessary to bring an analogy for this? A father that's telling his son, 
Er hat gekannt, dem Teuchen sagen gleich in dem Schul. Rashi could have simply said this idea and the way it applies between Yidin and Hashem. As the Rebishter is my mit Yidin al Chelika Yofa. That the Rebishter places the Yidin on the nice portion. On the contrary, it seems like the Moshal is not really explaining anything. In Nimshol, is that in Yin Lechayre, Mef Ashtandik Vin Moshal. Regarding the relationship between the Eivishter and the Yidin, this idea is even more understood than the way it is in the Moshal. Regarding the fact that Hashem is instructing us and showing us that the good life is to do Teire and Mitzvahs, is Neitik, as the Rebbe will anweisen, as das is Chaim und Achelika Yofa. So here, it's definitely necessary that Hashem should actually show us that this is life and this is the good portion. We bald, as in the Ranhagas HaOelam Zet of Molois, because in the way the world runs, things in the world seem or point sometimes in the opposite direction, and it would seem as der Shom Tzleicha, the ways of the people that are wicked is successful. When at Tzadikim mitztarem ba'elam Tzadikim sometimes live a life of pain in this world. So therefore it's necessary for the Ebishter to make clear and show us as Rishayim, Soifam Litches Bachreina, the Rishayim in the end of time will be rejected. On Tzadikim, Soifam Lismayach Bachreina. And Tzadikim in the end will be the one that will experience the ultimate joy. So in the Moshul, in the Nimshul that is, regarding Taira Mitzvahs, we understand why it's necessary for the Ebishter to educate and instruct and explain and guide. But in the Moshul, where it's simply speaking about a person choosing a nice portion of his father's estate, physically, is a It's much easier to see what is nice and what is not. And it's not so necessary to place the person, to direct the person to the nice portion. So how is the Moshul adding anything to the idea that the Pasuk is, says, is saying here. Beis, another question here, after Rashi says that the father directs his son to the nice portion. Rashi adds that the father tells this, his child, this you should choose for yourself. But from them is mashma, so from this it seems, as nachten, he tells his son, choose yourself a good portion. And he directs him to the good portion. That's not enough. There's still an additional thing here where the father has to tell his son, here, this is what you should choose for yourself. Isn't it move on? So the question is, Aleph, what is the night them? Why is this necessary? He's, he's bringing him to the nice portion and it, it's clear, it shouldn't it be clear to the son what to choose? in in Where do we find this in the Nimshal, in the Pasuk, when it says that the Evishter tells you, here, this is what you should choose? Kimol. Now the last question here is on the conclusion of Rashi. There's Siyum from Rashi, when Rashi concludes and says, it's regarding this, that it says, that Hashem places our hands in a good portion. So Aleph, there are two details to pay attention to what Rashi says here. Aleph number one, va'alzenema. It's regarding this that it says. That's Rashi's expression. A pirish in pasuk de tehillim. Seemingly Rashi is giving you a pirish. Rashi says, "Gold, this is the meaning." Now you'll understand what it says in tehillim. Nit nema Rashi doesn't say that we'll understand the pasuk here like what it says in tehillim. Vasmeta raya in pirish be pasuk da. That he's bringing you a proof. In the meaning of the pasuk here, from what it says in Tilim. 
There's another thing to pay attention to here is Rashi says there Mamidoy when the Avishter places us on this nice portion is an anoifumvas hinachto yodi al goiralatoivholo. That the Avishter places our hands on this good portion. So Aleph, so regarding these two details, we need to understand Rashi is the Khmafarish, Pshutish, or Mikra Alasar. Rashi's point is to explain the meaning of the Pasik right here that we're learning now. So why is Rashi here bringing and says, Now you'll understand the pshat of the Pasik that it says in Tilim. We're not learning Tilim now. What is this accomplishment of the Eibishter placing our hand? If the Eibishter is guiding us to the good portion and he's telling us, Here, choose this. What's this additional idea that the Eibishter places our hands on this portion? So we have many questions here on all of the details of Rashi, the Moshal, the Nimshal, and every detail that the Rashi says is all precise. Where would we see this in the Pasik? And what is the meaning of all the details that Rashi brings here? The Abir Bazaar, the explanation in this Rashi is as follows. The Kasha was Rashi kumt faranfarin with sein Pirishis. So first, let's understand what's really the question that Rashi is coming to answer with the Pirish that he says here. The Rinyim Vashteta on Pasik. The point that the Pasik tells us here, Hachayim, Vahamoves, Nasatilo Fanecha, there's life and death that's placed in front of you, Ubacharta Vachayim, Lamantichyata Vizarecha. Choose life so you and your descendants will live. And Azayach, the Pasik Shalachvizah, and so to the Pasik that continues and says, Laavagaymet, to love Hashem, Lishmaya Bekaila, to listen to his voice, Kihu Chayecha, he is life. Shteitshain, an ois firlach in the Friedeke Pesukim. This is already written and fully, completely in the Pesukim before. And there it says as follows, See, I have given in front of you today life, good, death, and evil. And over there, Rashi explains what is the Pasuk saying. Life, good, death, and evil, they're dependent one on another. If you'll do the good, you'll have life. In Tasera, and if you'll do evil, then you'll have death. On the pasuk is the Nachma Farish. The pasuk there clearly spells out what is good and what is the opposite of good. Asher anoichi mitzav chayyim la'ava goyme v'chayisa v'ravisa. The mitzvahs that I command you today to do to love Hashem, you'll live and you'll live a long life. V'miyefne levavcha. If you'll turn away with your heart, then he got it tilachem. Eivishu says, what will happen then? So this is all written and spelled out. And, and, and the dictator elaborates upon this before. So the question Rashi is addressing is, why is the Pasuk repeating all of this again over here? So therefore Rashi here is coming to explain, as the Chiddush in the Teichen HaKosif Da is Mudgish in the Verter Uvacharta Vachayim Vashteit Nitfriya. The new content, the new idea that the Teichen is telling us here is emphasized in these two words, choose life. It's those two words that it did not say in the Pasuk before, and that's the new idea that the Pasuk is adding over here now. In So what is the Chiddush? What is this new idea of that the Torah is saying? So to explain this, Rashi brings the analogy, person speaking to his son and he tells him that, that here's a good portion and he, he directs him to the good portion and he tells him here choose this 
Was not good to verstehen, this marshal is, is helping us understand as es ist da a fall that it could be possible sometimes. Even after the child is being directed to a good portion, it's still necessary to further guide the child and to tell him clearly this is what you should choose to yourself. Come on, as will be as will be explained. So this is the explanation over here, the difference between the psukim before, that fully explained already what is good and what's not. And the repetition over here again, when the Torah adds the words, The fact that over here the Rashi says, Over here the Hashem is instructing you and telling you, choose life, is This is when the father is telling his son, choose this portion, after he already guided him and directed him to this portion. And over here regarding the psukim, nachte with the teiris mevayir in the free the psukim in tasa teivarei lechachayim. After it already clarified earlier in the psukim that if you'll do good, then you'll have life. So Hashem has already directed us and guided us. What is life? It's still necessary additionally that the Eibushu should come and show us and tell us here. Choose this as life. What's the pshat in this? From this that we find that even in the Moshal, after a father gives a child and directs him to a good portion in his estate, you have to, again, he gives the son the availability, the possibility to choose a good portion, but then he also has to direct them to this good portion. Is move on as the Retzach wegen Azan Nachla, by Velechis Schwert, to wissen. So if you look at the details of the marshal, you'll understand what is the marshal speaking about. The very fact that the father has to even guide his son to a good portion. Before the fact that he has to tell his son, here, choose this. But in the marshal, the very fact that he has to guide him what is good and what is not good, it must be that the fact that the father in his estate left a good portion is something that is not necessarily available to see when you look externally. And therefore, the father has to additionally guide him. Und Rebbe muss der Neusen mamidoy achelaka yafet. So therefore, the father, one, the giver, has to come and guide his son and direct him to the good portion. That's that's what the marshal is speaking about. And from here, we're going to learn out the same in the nimshal when you didn't have to choose the good portion. That this is not something which is openly and readily available to see if you can just look externally. With this we can understand another detail that Rashi chooses and emphasizes in the Moshul when he says that as a father speaking to his son. And Rashi does not choose the version which in other places it actually has this as the version in Rashi, but the Rashi that we have, Rashi does not say that it's someone speaking to his friend. Why is Rashi emphasizing that it's a father and a son? The Zichekait from the Kabul as the noisen is in Maimudachelakayafa, the certainty of the recipient, which in this case is a son, that his father is guiding him to a nice portion, is verbunden mit dem, was er weiß zwei Sachen, is connected and based on the fact that the recipient, the child, is aware of two things. 
Aleph number one by Nason is klar. Vasa is the chelak yafa. Number one, this is the father's estate. He owns this. It belongs to him. He's very well acquainted with what it is that's in his estate, so he knows what's a good portion. Beis the Nason is oisin zayin the mekabel's toive. But another important point here is also that the giver, in this case the father, is very interested, completely interested in the good of the recipient with a full heart, with a full heart. And therefore is completely ready to give away the best of his portion of his estate to his child. So this certainty of both of these details, that the giver is, knows the best of what is good, and also he's completely interested with the full heart that the recipient should get that good, so you see this here in the Moshal. Aleph the chelik is nachlasi shalanaisen. The portion here belongs to the giver. It's his. He knows very well what's good. He has an absolute certainty and he knows what's good. Beis agitis levnoi. He's giving this for his son. Vasatate is mer v'emetza andish. Great geben zayn zundim chelik ayafim from zayn nachla. Father more than anybody else is of course ready to give his son the best, the best of his estate. The same is also true regarding the nimshal when it comes what the Ebeshe gives Yidin. In order that by Yidin it should resonate in their minds and hearts that when the Ebeshe says that life and the good of Taira and Mitzvahs are really dependent one on another. Although looking with the, with the eyes Physically, we don't necessarily see how Teira Mitzvah is the real good. So what we say to a Yid is, like it's in the Marshall, pay attention. Think about these two points here. Aleph number one, the Welt is Nachalasi. The world is the Eibish's world. The creator of the world and the one that conducts all matters in the world. And the Rebbe Weiser, what is the richtige Weg von Chaim? The Eibish knows the best what is the best way of life? Beis, the second point you should think about is Yidin zenem banem la'avaya lekechem. The Yidin are the Eibish's children. They can be absolutely sure if the Eibish says that choose this as a good portion, the Eibish is saying this to his children because he really is interested to give us the absolute good. So that explains the detail of Benoi that Rashi brings here, because we're speaking about a situation where externally the goodness of the life that Hashem is showing us to choose is not necessarily something we can see right away. Now, However, even after the father, or in the Nimshol De'ebishter, not only makes available for us the goodness, but he also guides us to this place, which is good. But still, since in this world we cannot physically see what is the good portion, in the end of the day, we are relying and trusting the giver, the Eibishter, that this is good. Is move on as the So therefore it's understood that the giver that really wants the child, the Yidin, to appreciate this good portion, he will not just be satisfied with guiding him to that good portion, because he knows that the child himself does not appreciate this. He's just constantly relying on the giver. He's going, going to again encourage the recipient. 
he's going to encourage him again when he's there. He, he directed him to that portion, and then he will encourage him again. Here, this is what you should take for yourself. And that's what Rashi adds in the Mashal that the Eivishter says, or the father tells his child, this, this is what you should take for yourself, or this is what you should choose for yourself. That's the additional encouragement that the child needs because he can't see it with his own eyes. He's just trusting his father. The same is also here when it comes to the Eivishter and the Eden. Even after the Eden are explained that life and good are dependent one on another. A Yid is being directed to that good portion. It's additionally necessary to have the Ebesh to give us a special encouragement, which is that's the focus of our Pasik, that you should choose life so you and your descendants will live. You could completely rely on Hashem and to choose this portion of life. That's the addition of our Pasuk. is already after Hashem shows us and explains us and guides us of what is the good portion and He directs us to it. But yet, our Pasuk is giving an extra encouragement to go and choose this life. However, you can still ask, Still, the marshal of a father and a child and the nimshal between the Eibishter and Yidin is not the same. In marshal, When it comes to the marshal, it's understood why that extra encouragement of the father, here, choose this, will actually have a proper effect on the child. Vile, because... In addition to the simple fact, we're talking over here about a physical father which the child sees and relates to that's encouraging him. Regarding a physical portion in the father's estate that the child sees. So therefore, even if we're talking about a portion in the father's estate that you can't openly and readily see physically that this is the best portion. However, since it's a physical human being speaking to him, his father is speaking to him, and he's bringing him here to the physical portion, so we could understand how this gives him the feeling that, yeah, this is, this is the actual place that I should choose. That's one point. And, but besides this, the situation when we speak about a father and son physically in this world is that the child on his own does not have a certain and full understanding of what is a real good portion in the father's estate. To listen, what is actually the best portion of his father's estate? The river is for him so therefore the child understands that I'm not fully acquainted with what's going on over here. So therefore it's enough and he relies on the assurance and the encouragement of the giver, his father, that this is the portion that you should choose for yourself. However, this is not so when it comes to the nimshal between the Eivishter and Yidin. It's not only that you can't always see the good portion of what Eivishter is telling us to choose, in that Eivishter says that if you'll do good, if you'll do Teir Mitzvahs, you'll have life. You don't see how this is actually life. Begashmis physically. How, 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 you can't see literally that this is actually life. 
Biz, as as Kenamon Menin, Oy Chaim and Oylam Actually, sometimes the life that Hashem is telling us to choose will not be physically. It'll only be life in Oylam in the world to come. Now, Nachmer, but even more so, Be'enei Basa Zetera Molehepech. Looking physically, observing the way things are in life, a person might actually see that the opposite is true. As I ever mentioned already earlier in the Sikh, the ways of Rishayim is successful. And even more so, it says in Mishlei, that uh, the ones that do Avedis, so their lips drip with honey, drips with sweetness. The Gishmak, the Gishmak, the enjoyment, the pleasure. A person feels this physically, with the taste, with his body. You want to come and explain to him that in the end, all this Gishmak of the world will end up being bitter for you, is not an any of us this is something that he's going to have to believe. Or even more, so the best case scenario is, he'll understand this. He'll be able to really understand the truth of why the world is all foolishness and the real gishmak uh, uh, and the real goodness is all ruchnius. So over here, it's not something that the person will physically see. Not, not like in the marshal. So at the end of the day, even after the encouragement, it's still something which the child feels like it's in a distance. He has to rely on Hashem telling him so, or maybe understand, but physically he does not relate to this. So over here, the, the nimshul is obviously not the same as the mashal. So how is this encouragement? That Hashem tells Moshe the Torah that Yidin should choose life, how will this convince a yid with the certainty to, to let go of all those physical pleasures that he sees in the world? That's the main thing over here. It's not just about choosing this, but it's also everything else that appears to be so good to let go of that. And instead to choose the real goodness and the real life, which is Torah Mitzvahs. So there's still something missing here when it comes to the nimshal to be sure that Obacharta that Ayid will actually choose life. In other words, if we would say Obacharta Bachaim is just an Aitzatayva, so David is giving us an Aitzatayva. Now, what the recipient of this good advice will do, he leaves it up to us. But since the Rebbe explained that according to Rashi, the whole addition of this Pasik, on the previous Pesukim is, that the Ebeshe is not just giving us that good portion, and not just educating us what that good portion is, but he's actually going to give us the encouragement to, to actually choose it. Ubacharta Vachayim means the Ebeshe is telling us and making it, being sure that we should actually choose it. But, so the question is, how, how can we say regarding Taito Mitzvahs, which Begashmi Sayyid does not relate to and does not necessarily see openly the goodness of it, so how? Does this pasuk ubacharta b'chayim accomplish that? That we didn't will choose this. Avdav is Rashi Mamshech. So therefore, Rashi has to continue. This explains why Rashi brings the last part here. So to explain how, even regarding Taito mitzvahs, a yid will be able to relate to this. So the pasuk says, "Hashem enos Hashem is my portion and my cup. At the time of Hashem supports my portion. Hinachta yadi al geiral atayv. Hashem places her hands on this good portion. Loima ezek achlocha. And Hashem tells you this. Take for yourself. What's being added over here? Uvacharta b'chayim. When Hashem says choose life, is nit stam and amira. It's not just like in the marshal, or like it would seem in the marshal that Hashem is that the, the father is just saying. 
Here, this is what you should choose for yourself. Nor the myth that with this is also accomplished that Hashem is supporting us taking this portion. So in the marshal that would be that Hashem is placing the hands on this good portion. The Rebishtah is instructing us in Gashmias the and he's letting us see how even physically, this is actually a good life, even physically. He's making it open for us to see that it's not just a ruchni, is the goodness of Teiru Mitzvahs, but how that goodness of Teiru Mitzvahs actually also plays out and is, affects our physical life. Bismizet, Be'nei Basar, Eivishter makes it available for us to be able to see physically. Al-Kolpanem is man man, at least from time to time. Vidurach Hasiyah's type, that by doing good of Teiru Mitzvahs, that you actually have a good life literally and physically. So the Eivishta allows us to even see this in our life physically. Or as the Rebbe adds in order 23, that sometimes the Eivishta allows us to feel what life really is. That real life is not the physical life, but real life is the life of Torah and Mitzvah. And we're able to relate to that and connect to that in a real way. Just like you relate to the physicality of the world, Eivishta allows us to see the truth of life of Torah Mitzvahs in the same way. Azoi, back into the Sikha, Azoi, as this is Shayach, Hanochas Yad, if So that's the addition of this point here. Hanochas Yad means, I place your hand, you're touching, touching it, it's tangible. So we hear Hashem, when He says, He's making the goodness of Torah Mitzvahs something that's tangible, like your hand that's being placed in it. Mekan is on top of the hand. You can touch it with your hands. And this makes it very certain and so truthful to a yid as a siyas, a toiv, that doing good, doing Torah mitzvahs is his good portion. This is his portion of life. So that's why Rashi adds this vart of Tehillim, because that's the only way we can understand regarding the Nimshol, how the Eivishter makes the, the goodness of Torah and Mitzvahs something that should be of Bacharto, Bachayim, that we should mamish see the goodness of Torah and Mitzvahs physically. With this we could also explain something that Rashi changes in his expression when he talks about the Mashal and when he talks about the Nimshol. In Marshall Zakta, when it comes to the Marshall, so Rashi says, that the father tells the son, this is what you should choose for yourself. So Rashi uses the term, choose it. When in Nimshal, in Eistach from Pasuk, Hashem and Chalki, and when it comes to the Nimshal, and Rashi explains the Pasuk that Hashem is our portion, Zakta, here Rashi uses a different expression. This is what you should take for yourself. Not choose, but take. What's the difference? When it comes to the mashal, when the father is encouraging the child, so over there is not bedibur. Over there, the father just—it's enough for the father to to tell his child and to give him that encouragement with words. Here, take this portion. So therefore, comes out as the bechira gufe geher to the So the actual choice is the son's choice. It's his. The father is. Of making it available, the father is directing him, the father is encouraging him, but the actual Bechira is the son's Bechira. So the father tells his child that you now have to go ahead and choose this. The child has to himself choose, that is, this good portion which the father is showing him. 
However, when it comes over here in the Nimshel, when the Yevish just says, you should choose life, and so here Rashi brings a Pasuk and Tilim, where it says that regarding Torah Mitzvahs, the Yevish has to go a step further. He has to place our hands on this good Torah, on, on this good uh, portion. Which means that is showing If your hand, the is just placing you upon this good portion, so he's, he's putting you on it. So it's being chosen for you. It's already connected to you. So therefore, all that's left for you is just take it, make it yours. It's already been chosen. Hashem is not just encouraging you, but He's placing your hands upon it. So, so it's already chosen for you. All you have to do is just physically grab onto it and make it yours. So that's what Ashir says, the words kach. We have so much more that Hashem gives us, the, the, the actual geidel, much more than the mashal itself. And this also explains why when Rashi says, Rashi says, Hashem places our hand on the goodness of Torah and Mitzvah, saying, this take for yourself. Nit via Moshul. It's not like the expression Rashi says in the Moshul, that the father says to his son. What's the difference? Over here, the main point is not the encouragement verbally that Hashem gives us. But the main point is that Hashem is placing our hands. It's already being chosen for us. He's connecting us to this whether we like it or not. And then, this that the Ebishter says, take this for yourself, is not the kavana from them. Loima. The Ebishter is saying, he, he gives it to us, he already chooses it for us, saying, hold it, hold on to this, grab hold of it. But it's not an, an, another Amira that Hashem says, like in the Moshal, where the, the father is only verbally encouraging his child. The Ebishter is placing our hands on the good portion, saying, this is yours. He's, he's like making us aware. I'm giving it to you. I chose it to you already. Be aware that this is yours and therefore grab it. So that's where Rashi uses the term loimar, that this is already all included in the Eivishter choosing it for us. Okay, so this is the explanation of the Rashi. We understand now all the details that Rashi says to explain the Pasuk, Ubachar Tabachayim that Ubachar Tabachayim is not good advice, and it's not also just the Ebishter uh, educating us or guiding us what is life. All of that is already understood from the Psukim before. In this Pasuk, Ubachar Tabachayim, it's the Ebishter choosing it essentially for us. We don't really have a choice in the matter. He's just saying, grab hold of what I already chose for you. As I've explained, the different steps of what Rashi says here in the details. Now, the Rebbe here will bring something according to Halacha that we can learn from this Rashi. This shinu, this change in the Rashi's words, when it comes to the mashal, Rashi uses the expression of the son will choose it. And in the nimshal, Rashi uses the expression that Hashem says, take it. So, is in It's also here, you have hinted in this, a concept in Allah. But first, there's another point here that we can see as the chelek angerufen in nimshal, in pasik, goirali. In the mashal, or in the Pasik, that is in the Nimshal, it's referred to as Gairali, Gairalatai. So I translated this constantly as a portion. But Gairal really means a raffle. Because the Kavan in them is to Meramazain. So the point here is this is hinting as the Oifen, Abichirifan, Anidin, Chelek Achayim, 
the way a yid chooses good life is the achaluka al pigaidel. It's like it's like an estate that's being divided with a raffle amongst the inheritors. On the mid is moving the shini lashon anal zvishin mashul and nimshul. So with this we can understand according to halacha the difference in the expression between the mashul and the nimshul. Whether Rashi chooses the words berayr lacha, choose it for yourself, and kach lacha, or Rashi says take it for yourself. Was is meramez oifin chiluk zvishin the pula b'amidin b'am adam ha'emel b'noi. So this hints to the difference between a father and a son, two human beings, when he tells him here choose this for yourself. Or when it's a geidel that's happening or being done through the Eibishter. The Eibishter is giving us this geidel. Through a geidel. What's the difference? So when it comes to partners that decide to split their properties and they make a raffle, who's going to get which portion? So it's the opinion of some Rishayim as the geidel is normal, if they make a raffle for each one, which portion they receive, even after the raffle is done, this will only determine which portion each one of them should be receiving. However, but in order that he should acquire it and it should actually become his, after this raffle, he now has to go to that portion that the raffle said is his, and go there and actually do some action to create an acquisition that it should become his. The, the raffle itself does not accomplish this. That's the opinion of some Rishonim when it comes to a raffle done when you are d- dividing, splitting a property that was jointly owned. However, when it comes to splitting the portion of the Eretz Yisrael for each Shevet and for each family, the portion that they receive, so this was done through Kalfi, which is also a raffle, but also by the Urim Vetumim, that Beruach HaKadosh, that showed the letters of the Chayshen, where the Urim Vetumim were shining and showed Beruach HaKadosh what belongs to whom. Over here, all Rishayim agree, as Durach Dem Geirel is Nikna Gevaren Seyed Niyid Nizayin Chayelik in Eretz Yisrael. That just by the Geirel itself, this created the full acquisition of that portion to each one of the Eden that got his portion. There's no additional action required to create that acquisition. So that's regarding the halacha, the difference between a geidel that's between two human beings and the geidel that happened through the Eibishter, through Ruch when they split it at Yisrael. So over here, it's the same thing as we see it in the Lashon of Rashi. By Adam, when we're talking about a father, a human being, is speaking to his son, is an amir nor mevarer faran ben velchis is der chelak hayofer. So the father is just clarifying and guiding the son to the right portion. And he's telling the son here, this is the right portion for you, and this you have to choose for yourself. But it's not yet his. He's not going to have to make his own acquisition. But when it comes to the nimshol between the Eibushter and Yidden, is the amir for no Eibushter. When the Eibushter says, choose life. It's not just clarifying and guiding where is the portion of life. Not as tutayf. It already fully accomplishes as their geirel atayv vertshay niknetzam yidin. That this good portion is acquired and is connected to yidin. Adafus no nemen bepoil mamish. You just have to grab hold of it and make it yours. It's already in your possession, but you now have to grab hold of it. The Ebeshe is already placing her hands upon it, so already connected to it, and we just have to take it, grab hold of it. 
But we can see that the whole Pshat Rashi is, is fits beautifully according to Halacha as well. Now, for Yeyne Shaltaira in the Pirish Rashi. So now we will see, according to Chassidus, the deeper, the wine of Taira, the deeper parts of Taira that we can see in this Rashi. The Tzvei in Yonam Hanal. The two points in the expressions of Rashi here. That the father, the Eivishter, guides Yidin to the good portion and tells the son, here, choose this. And then in the Nimshol, the expression Rashi says, that this is a, a good Gairel. Uh, and here Rashi says, you don't have to choose it, it's chosen for you, just take it for yourself. So we can say that these two expressions of Rashi in the Moshul and Nimshol are actually two levels in the Nimshol, in the Yidin, choosing Hashem and choosing the true life of Taito Mitzvah. There are two levels in the way a Yid chooses the goodness of Taito Mitzvah. A is one way for a Yid to choose the good life of Taito Mitzvah. When a person is choosing, he's thinking with reason and logic, he's calculating and he's, he's assessing what's good and what's not good, and that's how he chooses. When that's the case, so then the goodness that you choose is referred to as the good portion. It's known, it says in other places, that the expression of chelek refers to something that you choose, which comes from your understanding, from analyzing and seeing the goodness. It's based on this that we say, refers to the good portion you choose with seichel. Such a kind of choice is an anayfum from Berarlacha. You have to choose this. What does it mean that you're choosing it? As an adot sveid drachim vachalokim. There are two ways and there are two portions. Was yedav mazeyot amayla legavadim sveitim. And you look at the two portions and the two ways and you could see an advantage of one way and another way. Andish is doch nechayach bizach from Berar klayv. If there's only one way that is obviously the, the good way and the other way is, is pointless it's in that there is no choice. So when we're speaking about a person choosing and he's thinking and assessing what he should choose, so obviously we're talking about two ways that each one has their advantage. And the person chooses one portion over the other. That's one way how a yid could choose and connect the Taito Mitzvahs. The Tzvei is, however, then there's a second way, a much deeper connection. A person chooses goodness and life of Taito Mitzvahs not with any thinking, with any calculations, nor This is a choice that's beyond reason and logic. He's connected with his essence to this. And here Rashi uses the expression of geidel, when a person chooses something, like when you throw a raffle, what happens then? As it's known, what the idea of geidel means. We can understand this literally of when a person makes a raffle. As a geidel is nit bepchimis das, Relying on the outcome of the geidel is not going to be based now on your thinking, on your reason. You're dropping your own thinking. When it's a situation when you are not going to decide on your own, and you're relying on the raffle to decide for you beyond your thinking, beyond your reasoning. When it's a level of choice to, to this degree, over here, the choice, all it need, all it requires of you is take this, which means because this is a choice that's coming from a deeper connection beyond reason and logic. So really on this level, there is no other pathway that exists at all. 
und die Avoide besteht nicht mehr wie in Nennen, dem Geirel Ateif. So over here, it's just about expressing and actually taking this way for yourself, but there really is no choice that a person is assessing and thinking this over another, the, the, the advantages and disadvantages. It's something that comes from a much deeper place beyond reason and logic. That's the expression of Rashi, just take it for yourself. It is yours. So to explain this clear, so we'll understand this, so Chassidus explains, going back to the point that was mentioned before in the Sikha a few times, we see in this world that the ways of the wicked are successful, and even more generally speaking, so Chassidus tells us that the fact that we see that the clip in the world and places of evil in the world have such an abundance of good, the goodness that they get from Hashem comes from a level of makif, it comes from a very high place where there's no distinguishing between good and evil, and therefore all can receive from there, including evil, that's where they get their abundance of ashpah. And therefore from this level it's with an abundance on without any calculation of where it goes to. A level of makiv is removed of the details of the recipient, and therefore there's no scrutiny uh, and judgment of who is deserving to receive, or who is not re- deserving to this receive, because it's, it's coming from a level that those details don't matter. On the other hand, the ashpa that comes specifically to a place of holiness is from the This is from an air that's more guided and directed. And it's a specific light, it's an air, it's a revelation and a flow that comes from above that will be contained in a vessel that you'll be able to receive for yourself and only if you deserve it. So therefore, this is something which comes with calculating and, and analyzing who deserves this and who does not, because it has to come and be received with a keli. Klippe is not a keli, it's not connected. And therefore, it just comes from above and it does not connect the pneumius to the, to the existence of klippe. Kedusha is a place of holiness because this is a place which is a keli. So therefore, this is a kind of ashpah that's directed and guided to this place, which is a keli for this ashpah here. Um, das is the geidel hamayla from Yidin. So now we can understand what's the big uh, praise of Yidin. And then, this is an embeicha by Kaddish Baruch The fact that Yidin choose the Eibishter. They choose to connect to the Eibishter through Teiro Mitzvahs. And the ashpah that comes with Teiro Mitzvahs over any other hashpah that you could get in the world with, without Taylor mitzvahs that comes from a level of makif. In Kedusha, they choose only to be in a place of holiness, which means, the Yidin are ready to forego for the abundance of goodness that there could be on the other side. And the Yid is ready to choose the more limited hashpah that comes specifically in the place of Kedusha, where over here you could connect to this Ashpah, you could be a Kali to this Ashpah. And Yidin are ready to, to drop everything else because they want to connect and feel the, the holiness of the Ashpah that's coming to them. Now, Favaz and Yidin take in them. So, what is the reason why Yidin are ready to forgo an abundance of Ashpah that comes from a place where there is no scrutiny and they only want something that they could connect to and be a keli to, even though it's more limited? So, generally speaking, there are two explanations for this, which is connected to the two points that the Rebbe said before when a person is choosing Apitam Vidas by analyzing with reason and logic, or when he's choosing Lamaila Mitam Vidas beyond his understanding. So Aleph, number one, 
So there's a simple calculation here. So yes, right now we see that there's an abundance of goodness that comes even to Rishon. It's not Lefisha, but it's all just temporary. But then at a certain point, this is all going to stop. And on the other hand, he knows that the hashpa that comes to tzaddikim, even if now we don't see the abundance of good that tzaddikim experience, but eventually in the future, it will be to, to an un, to unbelievable abundance. As the expression Chazal tell us, if we see the goodness that the gives to those that transgress his will, to those that will do Hashem's will, most definitely in the future, Hashem will give them even much more. So meaning, yes, on one level, we can say that the clip and Umisa'ilam get from a level of makif, and that's an abundance of good. But and he didn't only get from Ur Pnimi, which is more Mitsumsim. However, really that Ur Pnimi comes from an even deeper place. There's a deeper connection, and therefore ultimately the Ur Pnimi is where it's really at. And ultimately, that will be the real Ashpa of the Ebersha with the greatest abundance, which will be revealed in the future. So thus is the Bechira Apitam Bedas. Thinking this way is a person that's coming from the mindset that he's trying to figure out where will I get more goodness rationally? Where, where will it actually be a better life for myself? And he realizes, why look at what's temporary and, and the now and the present when he could look broader and could look into the future. What's the real good in the future? So he makes a calculation that, it, that it's, it pays for him to forgo on the temporary goodness to have the ultimate goodness in the future. And this is hinted in the first point Rashi says when he speaks about the Mashal, there's the good portion, which a person chooses for himself. The person is choosing this when he's analyzing that there are the two pathways, there's the temporary good or there's the ultimate good in the future. But then there's a deeper point here. Why does a Yid forgo on the abundance of good that he sees by Rishayim and he chooses the good that Hashem gives him where he could be a keli for this goodness? Because this limited Ashpa that comes to a Yid that he could be a keli for is, is, is in the realms of holiness. And this is the ultimate will of Hashem. Even though you might think this is a tzimtzum, but in this Ar Pnimi, the Ar Pnimi is the true essence of the will of Hashem. Unlike the Ashpah that comes to Klippe, which yes, it comes from Makiv, but it was his command, the Shada Basakatve. Nevertheless, it's like a person that's giving to someone and he's uninterested in giving him, so he throws it behind his back. So too over here, the Ebishter creates Klippa for a certain purpose, but they're not the ultimate purpose of creation. So therefore, yes, Hashem gives in abundance and doesn't scrutinize them and allows them to have as well, but that's not the ultimate desire of Hashem. And therefore, as their Beicher in Kedusha, He chooses holiness without any calculation of where He'll get more or less. But because this is the Pnimiya Saratan of Hashem, and He wants to be connected to the essence of Hashem. The Seist, so what this means is, as the Ashpa from Kedusha, in Anoifum, from Bo'er, Penei, Melachayim, that the person, this Ashpa that comes from holiness, and it's coming from the true life of Penei Melach, of the Ebesh himself, which is life, even though it comes down to the person in a limited fashion in order for him to be a Kaili for this, is by Yemer Chaviv, Videribui, Vasizda, in Klippe. But this is more cherished, this is more beloved to the person than the abundance of goodness that, that's given to Klippe, because that's not Penei Melach, that's not what the king really desires. 
This is that the father, the Abisha, gives for us, Yidin, to be a keli for. This is where Hashem's Pnimi Yisaratzen is. He wants us to be able to receive this and be a keli for it. So he chooses this simply because this is Pnimi Yisaratzen. He wants to be connected to the Pnimi of Hashem. So this is not a choice where a person is calculating, where will I get more? This is a choice that's beyond reason and logic. This is the essence of the Yid that wants godliness without a question of why. But it's the Geidel in his Neshama, that level of his Neshama that just relies on the Geidel, meaning it just connects, it is connected without having to choose. And the Rebbe is in them the Chayach the Reifen from Bereilacha. So over here on this level, you can't say that the Yid is choosing this. Because on this level of the Neshama, is yet the Zach, Oyster, Lakos, Melachat Chile, Nit, Teifis Makim. Over here, there's nothing outside of godliness that takes up any space, that has any significance whatsoever. So he's, there's only this to choose. So it's not even a choice. Nor, the expression that Rashi says here is, Der Geirel Atayv Kachlacha. So this good geirel is something that you just have to take for yourself. This is you. Make it yours. Internalize it. Connect to it. Absorb it. And integrate it into your life, into your thoughts, speech, and action. But you're not choosing something outside of yourself where you have a, a, a question that you're assessing what to choose. But this is actually you. This is your true etzem. You just have to choose it and integrate it into your life. That's the second part of Rashi, where he talks about a much higher level of Bechira, the real, the, the, the concept of Bechira, where it's actually not even really a choice, but it's, it's your very essence, and that's why there is nothing else that has any significance. However, here there's yet a deeper point. These two levels of choosing with reason, and the fact that it is you, and you don't even have to choose it, these two things are connected. How do we see this? Because, the Pasik begins and says, There's life and there's death that I've given in front of you. And choose life. And the simple shot of the Pasik here, it is speaking about a situation where there's life and death and you have to choose. And this, that even though on one hand Rashi uses the term kach, that the Hashem is already placed in your hand and it's already chosen and it's, it's, you don't even have to choose it. But on the other hand, the Pasuk here does speak about the two ways. And also, Rashi says, again, it's on, on this Pasuk here, that it says also in Tilim, as their inyum fun hanachas, yodi al So what's Rashi saying when he uses this expression, regarding what it says in the Pasuk here, it also says in Tilim, and Rashi brings, the idea of the Geirel Atayv. Isn't it that Pirish Puno Bacharta Bachayim? So, we, what we understand from this is Rashi does not say, as the Rebbe was Madaik in the beginning of the Sikha, that what it says over here about choosing life and death is exactly what it says in Tilim, that the Tilim is a Raya for our Posik. No, because it's actually not exactly the same thing. But Rashi is saying, in connection to what it says in our Posik, it also says in another place in Tilim, another point, says, Our Posik, which says, which is a person that is choosing, it's his choice. In connection to this, it also says in another Posik, the idea of the Geidel, which is yours, and you don't even have to choose it. 
was befeidish shteter b'mokemacher. So explicitly, this idea of the fact that it's not even a choice, and Hashem has already placed it, placed your hands on this, and it is yours, that it says explicitly somewhere else, not here. So again, what do we see over here in this Rashi? That there are two different points here. There's the Bechire with Berar Lecha, where a person is choosing, and it's Alpiseichel. And then there's the Pasek and Tilim, which is Kach Lecha, which a person takes it, because it's his essence. But Rashi makes a connection between the two. They're not one and the same thing, but Rashi says what it says in our Pasek is connected also to what it says elsewhere regarding this, that you take this, because it is yours. What does this mean? So how are these two things connected? Until here, the Rebbe explained that these are two completely different levels. Choosing with reason, or when it is yours, and you just have to take it because it's your essence. So here, the Rebbe will show us a deeper point that really these two things are connected. The explanation here is as follows. In that minion, even when we talk about choosing, that it's your choice, it's life and death, and you choose. It's your free choice that you choose. There are two points to this. Aleph number one, first of all, what's the root of this concept? What, where does this really come from, this free choice of a yid? What is the real idea of free choice? The fact that a yid chooses godliness the source of this Bechireh, even if we're talking about Bechireh, choosing, it really, but if it's free choice, this only could come from the fact that the essence of a Yid is one with the essence of the Eibishter. And the Rebbe explains over here, as we'll see. So you may ask, wait a minute, if the person is in essence connected, he's there, it's him, as the Rebbe said before, so then what does this mean that you're choosing? So, so, and not only that, the question is, how could you say that it's free choice, that you choose? Although we're speaking about the very essence of the Neshama, and the essence of the Neshama is one with Hashem, and nothing else has any significance other than godliness, so there is nothing else to choose. There are no two other pathways. So how can we refer to this as free choice? So the word Chavshi is what this means over here is, meant as the Bechire, the Hiskashus, Fenayid, Nelokos, that the choice and the connection of Yid to godliness is nit mitzat ahechrech. There is no force. There is nothing else that is persuading him, that's, that's drawing him, that's pulling him into this. Atam umayla. There is no reason. There is no advantages that he sees that are pulling him into this. And the Rebbe clarifies. Vazdan, if you choose something because there's a certain advantage and there's a certain goodness of, uh, of this object or this thing that you're choosing, so then what does that really mean? Vazdan is Aleph number one. So your choice is not complete. You're only choosing it for the advantage that it has, or for the reason of goodness that you see that you could gain from it. You're not choosing it in essence. You're choosing that aspect of it that you relate to, that you see on Mila that it has. And base number two, getting back to the idea of free choice, says, It's not real free choice. Free choice means you choose. There's nothing persuading you. There's nothing pulling you to choose. If you only choose because of a goodness, of a reason that you see, an advantage that it has, is a kilo mochrech in them. So it's like you're being forced to choose this. It's not you choosing. You, you recognize the mile that it has, and it's the mile that's pulling you towards it. That's, the, that, that, that's what's, 
the, the, the choice starts from the, the, the object. The object is pulling you to it, not you are choosing the item, the object. So therefore, uh, the concept of Bechira Chavshis in its choice, even when we do choose, uh, talk about choosing, that the person is choosing, but real free choice, if the idea of free choice is that it's I that's choosing, with no other influence that's pulling me towards this, this could only be possible from the essence of the neshama that's not affected by any reasons, by any advantages, but it's completely I, the, the Yid himself, that's choosing this. So this is a choice that comes completely from the person. He is choosing it, his neshama, and without any milus al piseichol that he's trying to gain. So because there's no reason, there's no advantage that he chooses, is the bechire in anayfen. So then this is a real choice, and this is the most powerful choice. And it's to such a degree as is mushul It's a full choice, and anything other than godliness is completely negated. If you choose godliness for a certain advantage and greatness that you see here, so there are other things that also have greatness. This is the ultimate greatness, obliquial greatness. But in the end of the day, your choice is based on a certain greatness. There are other things that also have certain mileage, so it's not an absolute choice that negates everything else. But if it's a choice that comes from the essence, and it's free choice, that's totally you choosing without any other influence, then it's a full choice. And there's nothing else that has any significance. That's the shayrish of Bechire, the source of this concept of Bechire, even when we speak about a person actually choosing. But days, now the second point is, their giluy from their Bechire nalakos is in Seichel Adam. The actual place where this choice of a Yid is experienced and expressed is when you choose, logically, when a person is actually choosing. If we would go back to the way it is, and it's shaydish, so which is really the source of this entire choice, so really there isn't even a necessity to actually choose, and there is no experience of actually deciding and choosing. So the revelation of this idea, of this deep connection of the Yid, is actually expressed where Yid is using his seichel and is choosing. While that is nikke. Where is it that you can see it, and that you, it's noticeable? As the Ratzon from Ayidin in Elokos is the Pchirasa Yachavshes, that the, the, the desire of Ayidin, the Eibishter, is his free choice. B'Sha'as and Hot the Poel Tzvei Drachim from Chayim Omaras. When he has the two the two ways of life in front of him, or the two ways of life and the opposite of life in front of him, when there is Baicher B'Chayim, and he chooses. When he's making an actual choice, that expresses this power of the Yid to choose. On Dasa Shayef Dafkin Seichalada. It's only possible when a person is thinking and he has two ways in front of him. So there, this, this, you can have this experience of choosing. And he finds, he could find an advantage in both ways. And yet the person chooses, he chooses life. So the idea of actual choice is, is only possible when a person is thinking rationally and he has to choose one over the other. And over here, the he chooses and he chooses fully and completely, and he chooses it because it's his choice from the essence of his neshama. But again, this is only expressed and experienced over here in a place where you have to choose. If you don't have to choose, so then that power of the neshama remains concealed. The power of the neshama just is the identity of the person. It is who he is. It's not experienced. It's not expressed. When you have to make that choice, so then that power of your neshama will be expressed. And now you have the opportunity to fully choose. So really, in essence, what the Rebbe is saying over here is that even when we talk about the lower level of the Chirah, which is al-piseichel, 
ultimately that itself is only an opportunity that the Eivish is creating in order for us to be able to express the real Shairish of the Bechire, which is the choice, which is Lamaila Mitam Vedas. So in the far, so therefore, Verd Gesoktim Postik, so the Postik says, Achaim, Vahamovis, Nasatil of Anecha, Ubacharta Bachaim. So here the Postik says that there's life, there's the opposite of life, and you should choose life. So over here the Postik seemingly is talking about a level where it's you choosing, and it's a level of Seichel, you're assessing, and you're choosing. Because in the actual Aveda Vayid, and even if he's using his reason and logic, it, you have to choose. To actually experience and express your neshama, you're going to have to actually have a situation where you have to make a choice. No, Rashi, which is the wine of Teire, the deeper aspect of Teire, is Megala, the Teichin Pnimi, Funu Bacharta Bachayim. Rashi tells us the deeper content of what's really happening over here when a Yid makes a choice. Even though you're making the choice, but what's really the power of this choice? Therefore, Rashi brings the Pasuk of Tilim and connects it to our Pasuk. That this is a girdle and take this for yourself. What's really there inside? And what's the true source of this Bechira that you choose godliness? In their Darga Funtan Vedas, the Bechira Bapayal, on that level where you're using your Seichel to analyze and choose. So where you're actually expressing and experiencing this Bechira is Das. Really, this is just an expression of the choice that comes from the essence of the Yunishama that must choose this and will not choose anything else and will fully choose this and will not be influenced by any, by any other outside influence of any goodness. And therefore, it's a full and absolute choice which completely negates any death or evil. And therefore, the choice is really expressing the fact that you have no choice and that this is in essence you and you just have to take it, you just have to grab hold of it and make it yours, as the Rebbe explained before. Yet we'll understand this Pasuk over here and the connection to the Parsha in general. A parsha was kaidin lo oilam kaidin rosh hashanah, which is a parsha that we always read before rosh hashanah. On vival does a kaidin halacha charachitum. Since we always follow the conclusion of the year, b'chla uh, we always go to, at the at the closing of the conclusion. That uh, is the most important uh, point, and the same is with the year as well. Is move on, and over here in the parsha, this is actually the last pasuk of the parsha. Is move on as the shaychas and parshas nitzavim to rosh hashanah. So the connection of Pashish Nitzavim to the fact that we always read it before Rosh Hashanah, so it's connected to Rosh Hashanah, is not not an Aschalas of Pasha, it's not only in the opening of the Pasha, where it says, Atam Nitzavim Hayyim, and the word Hayyim goes in Rosh Hashanah, Parsha. But we can see the connection also in the conclusion of the Pasha. Rosh Hashanah is the Zman, Vem is Mo'ere, the Re'oimishn, Be'chazayim, Di'idn. Rosh Hashanah, we awaken the Ebishter, we try to stimulate and draw down again Hashem's choosing Yidin as his nation. As we say, and we beg Hashem before we blow Shefer, Hashem should choose our inheritance and He should choose the strength, the might of Yaakov, which He loves forever. So when it comes to Hashem choosing Yidin, there are the two layers to this choice, but these two layers of Hashem's choice are a really related one to another, as the Rebbe explained before, regarding the Yidin choosing the 
The Shayrish Abichire, what's the root of Hashem choosing Yidin? Is das was at smusi, is barach, is baichin, nishamis Yisrael, nit mitzadatam. It's the essence of the Abishter choosing. Choosing expresses the fact that the Abishter's essence is one with the Yidin, without any reason. It comes completely from the Abishter. There's no level that anything else has significance, which has advantage, and therefore he's not choosing Yidin because of any Maila. But mitzadam is lachlifum bomacheres ene yachal. And therefore, to exchange Yidin for another nation is impossible. There is, he's not choosing because he didn't have a Maila, and then he could reassess and chasvasholem, maybe there's another nation has a Maila. It, it, it comes completely from the Eivish to him choosing with, with, with his full essence. It says, There's no room for anything else to choose. It's him choosing completely from his essence. That's a one That's the, the source of the Bechireh. However, to, to reveal and express the fact that the Ebeshit chooses us, so that we, we should see this, this Chiddush revealed here below that he's choosing us. The Pasik says that you are my special chosen nation from amongst all other nations, which means there are others with you. Hashem says that sort of there's a choice, there's others and there's you, and the others Hashem says are nothing, and I choose you. And your love, the love Hashem has for Yidin, should be noticeable, should be revealed. The, the, the emphasis here is on love, which is an express, expressing this connection to Yidin, it should be noticeable, Nikeres. In other words, really in the, the Shaydish, there is no choice here. The Eivishter and Yidin are one. But, but to express that oneness of the Eivishter with Yidin, there is the situation the Eivishter places in here, over here in this world. That there's the Yidin and there's the Gaim, and it's the Gufim, the Yidin and the Gaim are the same, and the Eivishter chooses the Yidin. That expresses the idea, and that reveals the idea that it's, it's the Eivishter choosing us without any mileage because he chose us. We know that it says that all the revelations, everything returns back to its source. So Hashanah as well, the Eivish's choice in Yidin. Also, we have to renew this again from its source. From the very essence of the Eivish. And this is accomplished by the Yidin as Aveide, that a Yid is piled him on himself. He brings himself to this place of Ubacharta. To, to choose Hashem, which means not only to choose with reason and logic, to choose it from the place of Geidel, which is the very essence of the Neshama, where nothing else has any significance and its very essence is connected. When Yidin choose this, that Hashem is their God, so David in return also this expresses and reveals this David chooses Yidin to be his nation. This is a Medrash, and this is explained by Riches in the famous Maimah of the Rebbe of Yosa, Tavshin which is pointed to in Order 61, and this is revealed Lamata Masaratvachim, Ubitaiv, Hanire, Bahanigle, here below in this world with open and revealed good.